baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. In a string of uplifting, you know, developments, you know, how can you can you share what the emotional joy you must have experienced in hearing from Demar, you know, for the first time, you know, over Zoom, and how truly remarkable his recovery's been? Yeah, um, probably won't be able to do it justice, honestly, um, with the words. Um, amazing, uh, touching to see Demar number one. Uh, through my own eyes. Uh, I know that's something I've been looking forward to, um, kind of needing to see, I guess. Um, I hate to say it that way. It sounds yeah. bad, but, um, and to watch the reaction in the room with the players and the, and the, and the staff and the team, um, they didn't know that we were going to do that and, um, you know, wanted to make sure that that was actually going to be able to happen with DeMar's medical schedule there. And, um, to be able to, when I said that we had a treat in store, um, it was just, uh, you could see the look on their eye in anticipation of what was probably coming and, and then, uh, to get the zoom. And when he came on the screen, um, and Tabani, our assistant trainer has done a phenomenal job out there, um, helping facilitate that this morning as well. And to, to see the players reaction. Um, they stood up right away and, and, and clapped for him and, you know, yelled some things to him. And it was a pretty, pretty cool exchange for a few seconds there. Hey, Sean, good morning again. Um, just to follow up on that, I, I reading the tweet that the announcement that you guys sent out that he had said, love you boys. Did he, did he say anything else? Can you paint the picture of what was said and, and, and what else may have been exchanged there between your team and yeah. him? Yeah, Adam. So, and I can't remember the order of things and it was not a long interaction as you'd imagine, um, with, with his, with his situation. Um, but he made, uh, hand signals, hand gestures, right. Of he, the thing that <laughs> makes me laugh is, is he did this to the guys, you know, right <laughs> away. And, um, he flexed, he flexed, uh, he flexed on them, I guess. And, uh, um, he's just got some staple things that they know him for and that he does. I mean, he made the heart, the heart symbol probably more than anything. Um, and then he gave him a thumbs up. So, uh, and then somewhere in the midst of, of that, and it was a little bit hard to hear, but he, as you'd imagine, he said, uh, he said, I love you boys. And, uh, of course I think I got the guys. So. Hey, Sean, we heard you speak about Denny last night. We've heard you speak about Tabani this morning. Um, how important has the training staff, the medical staff as a whole been throughout this process? I mean, they're they're the unsung heroes usually of the year, making sure the entire team is ready to go. There's been a lot of injuries this year. So this season and really just over the last three days, how important have they been to the entire team and to, De to DeMar as well? Oh, they've been incredible. Uh, Maddie, I appreciate you, you know, following up on that point. I mean, they've just been incredible and there's such a, a big 
uh, a wide net for all that are, have been kind of fall under that medical team um, term, I guess, right? With the normal day-to-day -day training staff that is here, which Danny and Tabani are a part of, um, led by Nate Bresky. Um, and, and as I mentioned, Nate earlier, Nate, along with Brandon, um, just got back yesterday from, from Cincinnati as they'd been out there the, the entire time. And Tabani uh, remains out there. Um, and then our, 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 our local team doctors based out of Buffalo uh, and their assistance in this. And um, obviously the doctors that I mentioned yesterday out there, um, the staff, it's just so many people involved, even just from a medical standpoint. Um, so we're just, and it was funny, I was driving to work this morning. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not, but I'll say it anyway. I'm listening to XM radio and I've got a country station on highway. It's called highway country or something like that. And who are they talking about? But Denny Kellington, um, the assistant trainer from the Buffalo bills. And I got to imagine that's a national, uh, station. So, um, I shared that with, with Denny this morning and he got a, a good kick out of that. Hey, Sean. Um, I know you were in there when we were talking to Dane yesterday and wanted to ask you something similar of DeMar for so long has seemed so good at expressing that, you know, he loves guys, his care for people. And so I wanted to get your perspective on that of when did you kind of notice that about him of he's always been good at kind of telling guys he cares for them and then having it in such a meaningful moment today. Um, yeah, I mean, just getting to know, it was funny, before we came on here, I was texting Pat Narduzzi, who is, uh, is DeMar's college coach at University of Pittsburgh. And really, I'll give him a ton of credit. And for me, at least, our, obviously our scouts do a great job uh, introducing us to players and, and their backgrounds and personalities and everything. Um, having said that, Pat Narduzzi and I have a relationship. And when he says certain things about a, about a player, um, I have a great amount of trust and respect for Pat. So, so I know that they're true. And the person that, uh, certainly the player that Pat was describing to me and also then the, uh, the player, but, but the person he was describing has, um, was very accurate in terms of who DeMar is as a person. And, um, I just can't thank him enough, uh, for him really beginning this relationship for me personally with Damar, um, I don't know, a year and a half ago at this point, roughly. So, um, but the relationship that he has with Dane is, as you saw, is, um, runs deep and, um, he has a similar relationship, obviously for not as long with time with, with many in our building here, he's just an infectious young man with an infectious personality. And then just to better understand the FaceTime, were you holding the phone the whole time? I know you said it was short. Did it get passed around or like, what was that when there's so many people so excited to talk to him? Just what was that like? Yeah, no. So we, um, Matt Wurzik, who's, who's one of my assistants, he does, he's been doing a great job all year. Uh, this year he's carried the torch in a lot of ways for me in particular this week. Um, he set Zoom up to, with Tabani, our assistant uh, trainer, where we could have, we actually put Damar. Uh, like we did DeMar's dad and then the docs yesterday on the big screen in there. So he was um, larger than life in there for us. I know this is, you know, like an unprecedented situation. Um, you guys have faced adversity all year. I mean, I think back to, you know, what happened with Dawson earlier in the season. Yeah. Um, and, you, and you were talking about all the conversations that you had even just this week, you know, with uh, other coaches and, and probably a bunch of other people. What have you 
learned about it and what kind of, you know, what do you feel about how, res what, what does resiliency mean now after going through this? <laughs> oh man. Um, you know, I think I grew up a pretty resilient person. Um, it's kind of my mindset. Um, I know my parents would tell you that I think growing up, I didn't, I was more of the one that kept things, you know, in and, um, you know, I, I know mental health was talked about yesterday and, and, and I'm, that's the reason why I mentioned that. Um, I, I would say that um, I was reminded this year, as you mentioned, like, what, what have I learned? I think more reminded how real, um, and this is probably a message for fans out there, how real these guys are. Um, they're not robots, they're real people with real families, real issues in their personal lives. Um, obviously acknowledging the money that comes with jobs like this and you know, grateful for that. Having said that though, these guys are real people and uh, dealing with real life issues and challenges. And you know, when you get a chance, unfortunately have a chance to go to the hospital with the player and you see his family there, you know, another great reminder of these, these young men, in this case, football players, come from a, a mom and a dad um, that care for them very much. And if I could, I know you guys are probably, I don't know if you've gotten this far down the line yet, but is there any plans? A lot of fans have been asking about, if there's any plans to maybe honor um, the first responders on Sunday at the game? Yeah, we've, um, had conversations in our, in our uh, offices here, led by Ron Rakoya, main, mainly uh, Derek, uh, Brandon, myself, and Terry, um, primarily uh, of uh, making sure that um, things are done to, to honor all those involved in a, in a tasteful and, and respectful manner, for sure. As you've continued day by day to get, get better news, how has that allowed you to kind of shift back to the football side of things, knowing that there's a game coming up Sunday. Yeah. Um, that has certainly been, um, a, a kind of a, a release on the pressure valve a little bit. Um, that's allowed more football to, to, uh, get into the channel. Um, um, so the pipeline and, and that's been good for us. The, the coaches, they had to start, you know, Tuesday was a quote unquote day off for the players. So, but the coaches, and I'm not talking to me, I'm talking the position and coordinators really had to start Tuesday and how difficult that was. I was not around them very much on Tuesday um, for the obvious reasons, um, but just so appreciate those guys and, and how hard that was to be able to start at least on Tuesday uh, with what energy and focus they had to do that. And, and now that has, to your point, has grown each day as, as we've gotten uh, a better news and be a little bit of rest. And uh, so I'm hoping to get a little bit involved in that today, honestly. And, um, and so we'll see where that goes, but um, yeah, they, they've done a phenomenal job. Does facing New England, a team you're familiar with, does that also kind of take a little pressure off of, I know how regimented you are, but taking a little pressure off, maybe feeling okay with such a unique week of preparation from a football side of things to be prepared to face your opponent on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, that that definitely, there's some familiarity there. I, I was thinking about it, John, and I'll just say this, that 
you know, um, there's never a good time, right? Never a good time. You, you face short weeks and on top of it being the event that it was, it's, it was on a short week also. So, um, it kind of makes you, um, I guess respectfully chuckle a little bit about, you know, <laughs> what we've dealt with and, and Hey, why not make it a short week also on top of that? So, but, uh, yeah, um, there is familiarity there. And I'll, and I, I do, I should mention that coach Belichick, uh, was one uh, of the many that reached out and certainly appreciate his his uh, thoughts and prayers as well. We understand, man. Leaders lead by example. And yesterday I asked Mitch, uh, you know, more about your message. And he said just your vulnerability at this moment in time. Just just care to talk about that, Coach, if you could. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, I appreciate what he shared. Mitch was outstanding yesterday. It's, it was the first time I got a chance to be in person and watch watch him articulate um, what he did and what a tremendous, you talk about leadership, what a tremendous leader. Mitch was one of the main ones after the game that spoke up. And um, as you saw yesterday, he has a great ability to verbalize and articulate uh, what's, what's going on in his mind and um, such a veteran presence for us. So I so appreciate him and his family. And yeah, I, I would just say like, I think just more than anything, just being real with, with the guys, right. Being real with the, with the, with the team and, and everybody around the team. I think that's just the probably simplest way to put it. Okay. It's not anything fancy. It's just being real. It is a game to play on Sunday and new England has a lot to play for as well. How do you get your team locked in at the task at hand? Yeah. So we've been, uh, we've been working on that. Um, you know, there's, to me, there's different, kind of waves or hurdles that we need to continue to cross as we inch toward the game here. Um, and it is coming fast. And so um, my number one thing for the players, as it always is, honestly, um, is, their, is their health and well-being. So getting them to a point mentally where they are, yes, prepared for the game, but also prepared to um, protect themselves, that's a number one, and then also do the job that they have to, they're going to be called upon to do come game time. So we are working on that. Um, we have a staff that helps us with that. Dr. Dez, who I, who I didn't mention by name yesterday, has done a phenomenal job working with uh, some of us, some of the players, to help in that in that regard uh, with the the psychology of the game, if you will. And uh, we have Glenn Vandenboss, uh, Mark Carrier, Kelsey Harkins, our player development staff, who all have different roles here that have helped as well as the other people who we brought in. So. We'll continue in that in that effort all the way up until and including uh, game time and beyond, probably. So, um, you know, we'll see how that goes. Coach, on that topic of focusing and concentrating and preparing for the game on Sunday, knowing that there's been that much significant improvement in DeMar's health, how much easier is it for you, the coaching staff and the players to concentrate on the task at hand of the New England Patriots and having DeMar Hamlin in the back of their minds? Yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I think a great example of that is Brandon, who's sitting a, a couple of rows away from me here, um, you know, just having Brandon back in the building. I mean, we were, Brandon stayed behind, as I've mentioned, um, along with Nate Breski, our head trainer, and having Brandon be able to fly home yesterday along with Nate um, just makes our ability to interact that much easier. I don't, I'm not jumping on the phone with Brandon and getting updates and yet still trying to coach the team. So, all of that makes 
all the improvements of DeMar uh, make life so much easier to focus on, as you mentioned, the task at hand, and that being the New England Patriots. Hey, Sean, um, this is kind of a two-part question. I was curious, why did you decide to stay and listen to what Dane and Mitch had to say? And then we asked the players yesterday what they've seen from you as a leader, but what have you seen from the captains and the leaders on this team in terms of being there for their teammates? Yeah, I mean, honestly, I don't, I don't normally stand uh, and, and watch over somebody's shoulder while they're doing their press, in particular the players. So I, I just wanted to be there not knowing um, how those guys were going to react emotionally. So I just wanted to be there for them. And uh, really, that was it. So I probably should have. There was a seat on the stairs I was going to go sit on, but I just figured I'd stand right there. So uh, as far as the leaders, the captains in particular, and it was interesting, Elena, The there was uh, a few others that spoke up in the locker room in the minutes uh, after we walked in the locker room that evening. And they weren't all captains. And so I'm extremely um, impressed by those, um, even though they don't have the C on their, on their chest, um, in the way that they led as well and, um, spoke up, um, overall the captains, uh, led by Josh, um, Tremaine, Mitch, Micah, and you guys know the captain, Stefan, you saw what Stefan did after the game. Um, he wouldn't be denied, <laughs> uh, in terms of going, getting to that hospital, um, They've been phenomenal and they're all in their own ways, um, whether by example, whether by voice, um, by support of, of their teammates, by listening. Um, like me, this is unprecedented and there's no script for and experience as much life as I have. Um, so for them to be able to not only lead themselves first and foremost, but lead others has been a huge help to, to me and to us. And then, and then uh, just very, it's been admirable to watch. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.